Well, hello, everybody. It must be Sunday, and it must be 4 o'clock Central Time. So, how the heck are uh, say you dodging those snowflakes out there? You know, everybody knows I live up in Hugo. You know, we're a little bit north of the cities, just enough, far enough north, and we got snow flurries today as I was coming in, uh, going down the driveway. It only did it for about, oh, I'd say five minutes, and then it went back to rain, and then it came again, but then it went away. So, and then I just came close to the cities. Then there was no, it, the, the pavement was dry on 35E, so I'm just kind of like, hey, 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 we're getting a little drowned out here in Hugo, so... Anyway, so hopefully you're dodging those snowflakes. <laughs> Only in Minnesota. Going to be 80 on Thursday and snowing on Sunday. <laughs> I hope all, all you people that went and packed all your long sleeve shirts away and the, you know, the long pants. Ha ha. <laughs> I keep my, I keep, I don't rotate anything. It's just this side is summer, this side is winter. And in between is fall, so which is kind of overlap. So hopefully you guys are staying warm. I actually turned the heat on last night. I got a little bit chilly. So so it's me and Kay, uh, Kaylee, Carly, Carly, somebody over there. Yeah, yeah that person, you know, at least I didn't call you Marley. Hey, but anyway, that is true. Uh, yeah, Carly, uh, the auntie of newborn twins. Yes, yes. Yes, and they're doing fine. They are, yep. Mm-hmm. All Super right. fun. Oh, that's good. Yep, double the fun, double the trouble. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I get go. all the fun stuff. Yeah, Once they start out. Acting up, I can say, okay, take it back, yep. take them back. I'm I don't done. want them anymore. I'm done. I'm done. So anyway, so hopefully you have some questions for me today. So give a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. So, yep, we're just looking for that. And now, big time ticks are out, folks. The ticks are out. I picked, uh, let's see, two off of me now. Uh, but the grandkids, uh, Will and Hollis, they've had a couple uh, ticks. And then, and we found him inside, not outside, you, you know, where you're laying down on the couch and all of a sudden you can feel something crawling. <laughs> and then big Will, Grandpa Will, he's, he pulled one off and, and Cassandra's got, but guess what? Both the dog, you know, uh, all three dogs haven't picked a tick off of them yet. So my amber tick collar must be working and the diatomaceous earth. So if you got the tick stuff, get it going because in ticks season is warm days, cool nights. Warm days, cool nights. And then when it goes to warm days, warm nights, and the ticks slow way down. So anyway, so hopefully you guys are not being spazzed out. by Oh, my goodness, I found a tick. Folks, you're going to find a tick no matter what. But the whole big thing is, is that, you know, I'll keep a little a jar or something with rubbing alcohol in it around. And then if you find a tick, you can just go drop it into the jar, and there away it goes, all right? So try to do things naturally. Don't get so freaked out that you got to use the chemicals because I'm a big believer or, you know me, uh, no chemicals on or in my dogs that I will not put on or in myself. So really think about that because even though you're not getting your dog sick now, you know, the the toxicity levels that goes through their kidneys and their liver and such like that, they have to cycle all those toxins. So that's why what you got to do is, you, you know, especially if you've got older dogs, that's huge. You want to stay away from those chemicals. It's huge. But anyway... So the Amber Tick Collar, you can go to ambertick.com. Uh, then you've got, you can spritz with apple cider vinegar. You can use the diatomaceous earth in a baby sock. And then you pat on the back of the neck by the shoulder blades and back of neck. Pat, uh, one pat where the tail and the butt meet. And then a pat on their chest. And if you're be going in high grass or whatever type of thing, do one pat on each leg. So as, you know, the tick crawls up. Because what diatomaceous earth does, and make sure you get the food grade diatomaceous earth. 
And then uh, if any crustacean, a flea, a tick, an ant, uh, a tick crawls through it, it scrapes their shell and they dehydrate and die naturally. And and the, and the, the diatomaceous earth, the only thing you want to make sure you do is don't breathe in the dust uh, because that would, that'll hurt your lungs. Okay, so where, but once the dust is settled, everything is just very, very fine. And then you've got, uh, there's a lot of, you know, take a bandana, put like just a light drop of lemongrass oil on it or put one little light drop of eucalyptus oil. I put mine in a bag, Ziploc bag, and then uh, the next morning roll it up, then put it around the dogs. You do not want it to have be potent because remember, dogs can smell Masada Town times better than we can. So we want to make sure that you don't overpower your dogs, all right? All right, so you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's up? Okay, we're going to talk to Barb, er, All right. and Barb has a question about barn cats. All right. Hi, Barb. How you doing? Hey, Katie. Love your show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling. I have a question about barn cats, and I think I call you every year. Okay. Um, this year, it's about uh, one of my workers had found, was moving some hay in the barn and found some kittens. Right. And he moved them under my deck. So they were there a couple of days. So I put them in a box, put them back out in the barn, and I don't think Mom's feeding them. Ah, then go get. I your... was just there tonight. And I, put, I like I said, I put them in a box. I, I take them out and I hold them, and they cry, cry, cry. And Mom is just nowhere. I mean, I see her, but she's not with the kitties. You haven't seen her milking, uh, going in there to them. No, nope. I'm surprised no, you don't have a she... Tom. Usually, how how young are these kittens? Well, I, that's what I wanted to send you a picture. I think they're only like three weeks old. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, if you want to help out, you know, you can get the the baby bottle, you know, that they have for kittens, and then they have a formula for kittens that's yeah. in a can that you can uh, do uh, if you want to. If you do, they feel round? Do they feel ribby? What? What? Because at three weeks, they should be moving pretty good, and eyes should be opening. And they are moving; their eyes are open. Okay. And I can pick them up, and they just cry, and then I put them back in the box, and I go to sleep. Okay. And then mom is on the deck every morning waiting for her breakfast. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I never see her with them. Well, as long as they're not gaunt, because kittens will meow all the time. Yeah, that's, that just okay. goes without saying. With you know, It's like they're chronic hungry, just like two-legged little kids. Hey, I need right, to eat now right. again. So as long right. as the kitchens seem in good shape, you know, where they got round little bellies and their their fur is doing good, th- yep. then, then you know she's, uh, because you know, they don't have to nurse like 24-7. Uh, rabbits, okay. people don't realize, rabbits only nurse their bunnies twice a day. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just go to the nest because their milk is so powerful or so loaded that they don't have to uh, fed it, feed them but twice a day. And uh, But okay. anyway, so yeah, for the kittens, if you're worried, then you can, you know, get the formula and such like that. But go by the look of the kitten. If, he, if he's, oh. like I say, if it's round, you know what I mean, and they're moving and they seem healthy, then uh, just, do. yeah, then just to stay out of it and just, but, I'm, but uh, what I'm surprised about, because usually a three, three week old kittens or, and younger, uh, the Tom will come and kill them. Because what it does is that it uh, puts the female back into heat again. And so that's, you know what I think, Katie? I think the Tom was around here, and I think it maybe had mange. Okay. Because it was like itching and all its fur would fall off. Ooh, okay, okay. And I think it, like, disappeared. Oh, well, you're lucky then, because like I say, because usually that's, if you don't pay attention to that, that's what will happen. That's what happens. Okay. Uh, uh, down The neighbor down the street has a lot of barn cats. He has a, He milks cows. And usually, the, like I say, the, the, not too many kittens live for the fact that the Tom goes and takes them. So, 
But yeah, so no, if the kittens seem in good shape, then I wouldn't hit the panic button. You know, if they're scrawny okay. and, and ribby and such like that, where you could tell they're not eating, but if they've got a belly yeah. on them, you know, yeah, yeah, she's just not feeding them that often. She's being selective. You know, and some moms, just like in the human world. <laughs> okay, quickie. Okay. Uh, and here, be still. I'm going to go do something. <laughs> oh, okay. They don't have so to maybe be. Maybe she is feeding them at night. And I oh, don't definitely, definitely, definitely. So okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hit right. the panic button. The only way I would hit okay. the panic button, like I say, if they were scrawny, they didn't have pot belly, you know, they, the bellies weren't round, but they're, they're going to, okay. they're going to meow no matter, as soon as you touch them and stuff like that, they'll get better okay. at that later, you know, as they start walking more, they won't be as meowy because right now their eyes are open, but they don't see that well. They, they see kind of blurry. They're not, you know, they're not, the eyes aren't very sharp yet. Okay. So one question is, so, cause one of my workers moved them, that doesn't matter when they're babies, if they... If somebody touched them? Well, no, no. As far as human scent and stuff like that, uh, no. Some moms are, are a little bit more quirkier than other moms. Is it, this cat? Okay. Is this a, a friendly, very friendly cat? It's it's pretty friendly. I mean, okay. I don't pick it up, but I can pet it. Okay, okay, yeah. Because if she's not like a feral, feral, that would make a difference for a feral cat. If it, as far as not the scent, but just if you would have moved them, that that would have been a like a whole. Some cats would have just said, "Well, done." <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. but just uh, I, I would. Dave, you know, um, if you put them back. Well, so I won't now, panic yet, then. No, 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 no. Like I say, just keep, keep an eye on the kittens to make sure that they're, you know, they got the, the roly-poly stummy. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, well, good luck. How many kittens you got? Well, there's only three. Oh, okay. There's okay. only three. I've had, I, like, I call you every year because uh, one time I had 10 and I was going to go have them all neutered or spaded, but it cost me 100 bucks. I'm like, eh, no. Ah. Uh, well, they you, seem to disappear, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, because you, yeah, either something gets them, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. because you know, Min uh, Min Snap, you know, fixes barn cats way cheap. Min Snap, oh, really? yeah, okay. yeah, go to Min Snap and M N and then S N A S N A P dot org, I believe it is. And what they do, oh, that's a, that's a priority. Is any then? And this is for humans too. That uh, like if you're low income, they go on a sliding scale for you know, like a seniors or see, you know, they make an appointment and then they fix it for you know just bumpkins. And then, oh, uh, but great. the Min Snap, they ask for a donation. It depends. I was with them one time when they went to a farm, and in one day they spayed. Um, uh, or fixed, uh, spade and fixed. Uh, I think it was thirty-two cats at, at this oh, one farm. Really? Yeah, because okay. yeah, they had to live trap them. The people there, they 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 brought all these live traps traps out for these cats, and so that's what their job was to get all these. And then that that's what they did. It's been all week live trapping, <laughs> and oh, so wow. then they yeah then they got all the t- everybody fixed. So that's what they do is they okay. go and take care of pet, uh, of cat populations, you know, so that doesn't explode anymore. Once you get them all sure. fixed, you know, hopefully that nobody's going to straggle in that's going to bring be a mommy again. So, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, all check right, into well, that mid snap. You bet. Good luck. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. You got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Apple and pear seeds contain what that may be deadly to uh, to dogs? Apple and pear. Be right back. Alrighty then. Appreciate you listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon, especially this really cruddy <laughs> Sunday afternoon, where you probably are inside, maybe doing a jigsaw puzzle or watching a movie. I just watched. Have you ever seen the movie How to Train Your Dragon? I love that show, How to Train a Dragon. No, yeah, that is. Really I have good. not, but I've been told that I have to because it is the, oh, everyone it is, I've talked to. They're I, like, oh, yeah, I just it's watched, so good. I just watched that last night. I was try- hoping. Do you to- have the second one too? Yep. I was hoping to get the boys interested in it. Yeah. And uh, they, their favorite is uh, uh, da, 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 the Meltdown Dinosaurs. 
Uh, no, not the meltdown. What is it? Ice Age. Ice Age oh, and uh, oh, okay. the, the Dawn of the oh, Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, there's Meltdown, the regular, the Meltdown, and then Dawn of the Dinosaurs. Uh-huh. And they love Dinosaurs. They've watched it every night, Dawn of the Di- Dinosaurs. Oh my gosh, that's but funny. So let's try, the, you know, Dragon, kind of, yeah. you know, but nah, they, they... They're like, no thanks, Grandma. Uh, no, no, well. Nice try, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, so Grandma sat and watched it and really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Apple and pear seeds contain what, which may be deadly to dogs? I have no idea. Arsenic. Oh. So that's why you should always take the seeds out, even for horses and stuff like that. You know how people give horses apples yeah. and that? You really should take the seeds out. Okay. but And don't give the dogs the the, uh, the core. A lot of times they'll yeah. give the dog the core to chew on. Don't yeah. do that. Always make sure because it the, are, there is arsenic level and there again, it depends on everything. So don't oh. go there. So do you give them a slices of apples and slices of pear, but do not give them the core with the seeds. But so that's the same with horses, like because I know growing up, like I was always told, yeah, yeah you can give them a whole apple. Well, and see, that's exactly what I thought you know? too. But yeah. now I cut my apples up after I learned okay. that, and so I don't know about the horses. I imagine okay. they're a bigger animal that maybe yeah. it could be, and they're not eating a ton. Of, right. You know, hopefully, yeah. they're not giving a ton to them. So, so we'll see what happens. All right. Okay. So there you go. So- sounds good. Okay. Let's head to the phones. Okay, we're gonna talk to Lori. And Lori has a question about her dog that's eating poop Mm -hmm. and it's eating other dogs poo and bunny poo. And bunny poo. Yeah. Good. There we go. Yum, 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 yum. Hi, Lori. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? He's a German Shepherd. And how old? Um, He is mm, 10. Ten, okay. No, he's eleven now. Okay, well, boy, that's good for a shepherd. Uh, uh, is this something recent, or has he always been doing it? Now, just bugs you, or what's he's going on? He's always been doing it. We had, we used to have a boxer dog also, okay. and he used to love eating his poop, especially. Okay. Um, that dog passed away a couple of years ago, and now he's on to bunny poop. We have a lot of bunnies on our property, uh-huh. and he's been getting parasites now from the bunny poop. All right, all right. Uh, usually, when dogs eat other dogs' doodos or their own doodos or rabbit doodos or horse doodos or whatever. It has to do with their gut enzymes is lacking the probiotics and the digestive enzymes. And what they're doing by eating that doo-doo in the poop, they're trying to find, get the enzymes to replenish what they're missing in their system. So what you need to do okay. is you got to uh, get some supplements here and bo- boost up that gut system is what you need. You need good probiotics, okay. good digestive enzymes. I would put some extra virgin coconut oil with that. Um, I uh, do give them, we do give them coconut oil um, nightly. Good, good. How much are you giving them? Uh, it's about a tablespoon. Okay. It's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight for a dog with a uh, max of te- uh, three tablespoons. It's one teaspoon okay. per 10 pounds of body weight, right? And that's per day. Per day, correct. Okay. Okay, and that takes the inflammation out, but that doesn't have anything to do with the enzymes that he's seeking, you know, for eating the, all this doo-doo is what it is. All right, so, so that's what... Does- do you have a probiotic that you would recommend? Uh, yeah, there you can. Do you, do you take one? You can give them human ones if you want. Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. You bet. You can do that. Uh, what food are you feeding? Uh, it's Neutralize. Okay. And then uh, how often do you rotate it? Never. Oh, and there's a, there there's the other bingo. <laughs> my uh, sister uh, my sister knew you would say that. Yeah. And the reason is, is because, remember, dogs are put on this earth to be the cleanup crew. Okay. They're supposed mm-hmm. to eat everything and anything and never get upset tummies or never be in distress. Okay. Well, lucky them. We put them in our house. And we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. And then the older the dog gets, the worse their, their, their enzymes in their gut starts tanking. They can't replenish it as well. So the way they do it is by eating doo-doos, whether it's their own, somebody else's, rabbits, deer, whatever type thing. 
So what you you got gut repair to do here, and by I would uh, you got to have at least three different proteins, all right, to rotate through proteins, aka the meat, all right. Like mm-hmm. with Nutrisource, I'll do the beef and rice, and then rotate into like the turkey grain free from Pure Vita, and then the lamb and rice then is the next bag, and then I'll do maybe the uh, venison uh, grain free or a duck grain free. I don't do a total grain free diet. And uh, no dog should, unless they're truly allergic to stuff, and then you got to figure that out. But anyway, so that's what you need. And see, that's why I like Nutrisources, because it's got so many formulas now to rotate through, and their quality is unsurpassed. It's, it's, and their good for life system is unbelievable. So that's okay, what I would so do. You're sticking with you're sticking with the same brand Nutrisource. You're just rotating through those three right uh, protein sources. Yeah, and they, that's they, just per bag, or how often? Yeah, what you do is see. I buy, when I had my Zelda, she was ninety pounds, right? I buy I'd buy eight eight pound bags, right? And each bag was a different. One would be, you know, turkey, beef, you know what I mean? They'd be different formulas. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. because people say, you know, because you want to buy the smaller bag so you can rotate faster. If you buy like the 50-pound bag or the 30-pound bag, whatever they're selling nowadays, is that um, it it should, once you open the bag, it shouldn't last longer than two, two and a half weeks. You should be through that bag and into a different bag. And if you could rotate like once a week, that's even better by rotating through things. Because that's what they need is they need variety. But see now, let's say... Uh, you're going to try the Nutrisource and you're going to get the beef and rice. So what you do is that what you're feeding now, you'd start out with a quarter of the Nutrisource beef and rice to three quarters of what you're feeding now for like two, three days. And then you go to mm-hmm. a 50, 50 for two, three days and until you're all the way into the food. All right. Then feed that. Then when you're about getting low on that, then you bring in the next formula that you want to rotate in, rotate that in. Yes. And once you've rotated it in, all right, when the bag, when it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it. You don't have, the only time you have to rotate it in is if the dog has never had it before. Okay. Okay. And so that's, and that's, but that, but the more, and now because your dog has been on one thing for so long, you might, Mm -hmm. it might take like you about, uh, like, let's say a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old. It might, you might have to do it for four days. And then, you know, you might have to do it a longer one just because the gut system doesn't, is lacking so much. And so that's why by getting them on the probiotic, the digestive enzymes, coconut oil, you know, is, is awesome. Apple cider vinegar, that's a fermented product. Okay. The organic apple cider vinegar and mix that with a little bit of yogurt, a little bit of canned pumpkin. That would be good. That fermentation is really good to build good, healthy gut system. Have you ever heard of green tripe? No. No, yes, yeah, stinks. It's cow guts is what it is. It stinks oh. so bad. But dogs that where their system is trashed, this green tripe works phenomenally to bring their gut system back. And so you okay. can go to greentripe.com. All right. Green tripe. Okay. What area do you live in? Uh Zimmerman area, Princeton. Oh, okay, okay. Because in North St. Paul, Diane, she carries green tripe. But yeah, go to greentripe.com and you can understand that. But it's not, what you're going to do is that's added to the diet. It's not the diet for your dog. You add it to your diet is what it is. But that will really help turn things around quickly, that green tripe. Just hold your breath when you give it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds wonderful. But anyway, but that's the whole thing, though, is that that you by feeding the same thing over and over and over again, and usually as they they get older, then, like I said, they can't replenish the enzymes. And the other ones, uh, like a a lot of the I go go to animalessentials.com. They have good probiotic and digestive en- enzymes. They also have a uh, supplement called Green Alternatives, 
and that's a really good supplement to give. It's stuff that is really good for their overall system that hasn't been processed, so it's as nat- it's, it's in its natural form. All right. Okay. And okay. so, uh, but and there's other. Uh, you can go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com, and that will help you. Uh, also, uh, the, giving raw like two or three evenings a week, not days, but three, two or three evenings a week, will really help the gut system come around. Um, you know, if that's formulated where you get it out of the freezer section, at, you know, like Chuck and Don's or whatever type thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, but okay. that's a, that's a big thing because what it is is just getting you know some more stuff into that gut system to uh, that will make the dog a lot healthier. Okay. 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 Good. Okay. Good Thank luck. Thank you very much. You bet. All right. Bye bye. And, and that's the worst thing about the dogs eating the poop and the doos. They want to come up and give you a big kiss right afterwards. <laughs> and it's like, no, don't do that to me. But anyway, okay. Where are we at there, ma'am? Time for a break. Time for trivia. Yes. I was it for a minute there. Yeah, I thought you were out in. Uh, Okay, a herd of 60 cows is capable of producing how much milk in less than a day? How much milk in less than a day? A herd of 60 cows. We'll be back. That would be me. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Go to mytalk1071.com and catch us all on podcasts. You can pa- podcast all the, so- uh, all the songs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, all the great shows here on mytalk1071.com. You can check out my uh Katie Canine website, uh, or Katie Canine uh, show page for mytalk1071.com. And then uh, you can get to my Katie Canine Facebook page. You can get to my Katie Canine website, which has a lot of good information. And a lot of stuff that I talk about on the show, just go to my Katie Canine website and then click on Radio Topics. And I got a lot of the links and such like that there, okay? All right, okay, how much a herd of 60 cows is capable of producing how much milk in less than one day? You said 60 cows? 60 cows. Uh, Oh, oh, gosh. Um, I don't know, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it is capable of producing a ton of milk. A ton. Wow. Ton is a lot of milk. That's a lot. That is a lot. And that's something. That's what I should, I should have said a ton instead of that. Instead of a lot. Mm -hmm. You would have been right. I would have been right. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just a ton. A ton. Instead of a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's head to the lines. Okay, sounds good. We are going to go to Diane, and Diane has a question about her dog that is mourning the loss of her husband. Okay. Hi, Diane. How you doing? Hi, Katie. So, what kind of pupper do you have? I have a six-year-old Papillon. Okay, and how long has it been since your husband passed? Just three weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. And he was with my husband when he passed. Okay. Or at least when I found him, he was with him. All right. And they were together 24 hours a day. All right. And now, during the day, he seems okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and at night, he cries all night long and sits at the door and runs outside and looks and waits. Okay. And I just don't know what to do for the poor little guy. Okay. So now, is this... Uh, so now... Does he sleep in, is supposed to sleep in bed with you or where, where does he? He always slept with my husband. Okay. And then now. Uh, and now he's sleeping with me. Okay. And then now what, like, is this every night that he wakes up? Is it, is it at a certain time or? It's every night from about six o'clock till one o'clock in the morning. Okay. So he sits up and just cries. What do you do when he starts doing this? Um, you know, I, I tried to ignore it at first. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, now I'm like, okay, come and sit with me. Yeah. And, you know, I try to, you know, take his mind off of it as much as we can. 
Okay, he so, doesn't like to play with toys, so we can't play toys. All right. So then, you know? now, do you, are you, are you in bed? Now you said six o'clock in the evening, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, what time are you going to bed? Twelve or one o'clock in the morning. Okay. And so, okay. So or then, maybe later. Okay. <laughs> okay. So about when when the sun starts going down, he starts getting antsy, or what? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, the, nor- normally I would go to bed, you know, at ten o'clock at right, night, but right. now I'm sitting up with a crying, sobbing dog. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, um, what is your house like? Is it a quiet, calm, quiet house? You have the TV it's going on? Pretty. It's a pretty calm house okay. now. Yeah. And, and so then, um, now when you say, what are you doing? Are you like holding them and petting them and going there, 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 it's okay? I, I don't say there, 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 it's okay. I never say that to okay, him. I, I pet him. We watch TV. I right. talk to him, you know, just how you doing, you know, that right. kind of thing. But I... Try not to put too much emphasis. Right. Okay, because see, the thing is, too, is that, you know, dogs are a good gauge of our emotions also. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure if you look at, too, there's some days that he was worse. It's probably one of the worst days you also had, you know, as far as dealing with, what, mm-hmm. you know, everything. Because they pick up on our emotions so well. Right. What, what I would try doing is that, uh, is the dog food motivated at all? Um. Yeah. Okay. What I would do is I would go get a trick book. And so the more you mentally stimulate your dog, then uh, instead of sitting there and patting them and da oh, geez, yeah, it's lonesome, you know, instead of going down that road, uh, you like maybe at six o'clock, you know, while you're still awake and not at one o'clock in the morning, uh, start teaching them some tricks. Because then now okay. you're, you know, what's happening is that you're getting his mind diverted. You're teaching him something, using his brain power. You are using your brain power. You, you know, so you're a- interacting and you're having some fun. The dog okay. is learning who you, you are. And, and, and now you take him out for walks at all? Um, we live on a farm, so he, he just kind of runs free. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, there's 400 acres behind me. Oh, wowzer. Oh, aren't you a lucky dog? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, is your I don't dog. have that, but there's 400 oh, yeah, acres behind yeah. me. Oh, wow. That's a better than 400 acres of houses. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, so- you know, my husband did, well, we still do it. Um, we do doggy daycare for my son's black lab. All right. And so now that... My husband isn't there. The dog still comes, and so my dog and him or her, her are together all day, every day. Right, okay. Um, so, you know, that hasn't changed his right. lifestyle. Any. Right, well, that's good. But, no, right but, now... you know, he was used to, even though he's a papillon and nine pounds, he's used to going with the tractor every day. Right, and, right. life's changed. You know. Yeah, for both of you, life has changed. Yeah. And so that's why what you just got to do is find a new norm it is what it is. It's just a new norm, what's going to be normal from this point on. And okay. So, and because papillons are so smart, you that's why I would say get a, a good trick book. There's a book called 10-Minute Dog Training Games mm-hmm. by Sundance. You can get it online for about 15 bucks. And then there's another one now. I just got it, and I love it to death. And I want to say it's the best trick book book ever for the best dog ever is something like that i you can email me and i can look at it for sure because i just got it about a week ago it's a real long title but anyway that's a really good one too there's also another one called dog tricks for idiots (laughs) that one's good too (laughs) but what you want to do now is like i say find a new norm you just got to create you know the void you got to fill the void that is left behind Mm -hmm. and then the thing is is that instead of just sitting there and petting and watching tv you know both of you are kind of in the dumps (laughs) unless you're watching carol Burnett. 
And then, right. uh, so this is a way to kind of be a little bit more active. And the big thing is for, since it kind of was your husband's dog, that for this dog to get to know you and learn to interact with you. And so by mm-hmm. teaching some tricks and looking to you for direction is what I would do. Well, that's the best okay. thing to do with it, right? And if you want to take him on a um, take him on a car ride, go to Culver's for an ice cream. <laughs> we do that. Oh, good. I take I take him every place all the time. Oh, good, good, good. You know, as much as I can, I take him with. Right now, with the weather getting warmer, now pay attention so you don't leave him in a hot car. Okay. I, it's yeah, the weather then, warm. Then we strictly go for the ice cream and come back home, excellent, and that's it. Excellent, yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, but no, that's what it is. Uh, teaching tricks, like I say, ten minute dog, five, ten minute dog training games, and then, like I said, I think it's the best trick book for the best dog ever. I think it is, but it's but okay. really good. And so by then, and then every night, and a trick, trick is considered mastered when the dog will do it with or without a treat. They'll always mm-hmm. do it fastest with a treat, but then when once they grasp it, then go to the next one, go to the next uh, uh, trick. They will always uh-huh. try, and sometimes as you build the repertoire of tricks, what will happen is that they'll try to go through every trick they know before they even attempt the one you're teaching. Just calmly just say, uh-uh, that, no, let's start over again, let's start over, uh-uh, okay, let's start. You know, just kind of keep them focused. On, on mm-hmm. no, we know that you can do that one. We want to teach you this one. All right. Okay. But that would be the best thing because you now you're redo, you know like I said you're redirecting the attention. He's getting to know to know you, and you're you know you'll be you're building a, a bond between the two of you. All right. Now I gave him one of my husband's coats to sleep with. Okay. Yep. Is that a good Great. thing? A bad thing? No, that's good. It's comfort. You know, it's comfort. So yeah, okay. I would. I know I would definitely do that. You know, because like I say, there's a void here, and and it, it time does heal, but it, in the way that we learn to fill the void that's left behind when with a death, and so that's mm-hmm. why what you just got to do is you just find the new normal, and, and whatever. In some houses, never have normal, so just find the new something. No. <laughs> I, I just never had a dog that you know mourned the death of somebody like this before. Yeah, okay, there is there's yeah there, there's a, there's many dogs out there that that ha- and they many dogs that mourn the death of another pet in the house, and maybe another dog or even a cat or. I've like, had that. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. So that's why, like I say, but just don't go down that, you know, where you're kind of, you know, like sitting, vegging out on the couch, watching TV. It's no good for either one of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Easier okay. Said than done oh, sometimes. I know. Get, I get that. But that's why tricks are, because it's amusing. And once right. you start to see the dog doing these things, all of a sudden you're, the, in, uh, the interest is like, oh, what else can I teach him? What else can I teach him? And then all of a sudden the dog is, you know, you both are moving forward and you're having uh-huh. a good time. And uh, voila, we have a new relationship. All right. I will give that a try. Okay. Keep me posted, kiddo. Have a good one. And all I'm right. sorry for Thank your you. loss. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. You know, many dogs do uh, mourn the loss of even uh, a per. You know, everybody thinks that kind of loss comes with you know when it was just a human and just the dog and there was nothing else. No, there there are there's many that had that happens too. So, where are we at there, ma'am? Um, we have a couple minutes. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. All right, sounds good. We're gonna talk to Karen, and Karen has a question about a dog that was just diagnosed with IMT. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Karen. How you doing? Hi, Katie. How are you? I love your show. I listen to you every week. Well, thank you. Great caller. Oh, thank you for both. (laughs) So what's going on? So long story short, on May 2nd, I brought my dog in for a dental cleaning, just a routine cleaning. She wound up having two teeth extracted. No big deal. She's a terrier schnauzer. She's about six years old. She's a rescue. Okay. Um, About a week later, she went into the groomer on Saturday, and the groomer happened to notice some red spots on her belly. All right. 
and showed me right away. And at first I thought, well, maybe it's a skin, you know, skin infection type thing or she, you know, maybe a little bite or something. And I got her home and I kind of started to dig through her fur and I noticed red blotches all over her entire body. Right. Uh, brought her in on Monday. They ran a ton of tests. They were checking for internal bleeding, um, parasites, uh, you know, tumors, cancer, everything. And it came back that her platelets were down to 13,000. And prior to surgery, she was at 252,000. Whoa. So they diagnosed her with IMT. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know how to pronounce that, but I'm sure you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been running. She's on doxycycline, and she's also on steroids right, right now. Okay. She's doing pretty good. Uh, Wednesday, she was up to 72,500, and Friday, actually, 123,000. So she's doing wow, good. she's going up, okay. So my question is, that doesn't think that she'll ever be able to, obviously, we're never going to do any vaccines anymore. Right, um, so I wanted to kind of have you maybe talk a little bit about that test that you, that you talked about. Is it called Tither? Or I'm not titer, sure how to pronounce t- it. Titer, T-I-T-E-R, Titer Test. And the other thing is, too, I really don't know. I'm going to need some type of thing for flea and tick. Uh-huh. Um, she was it. doing HeartGuard and NextGuard. I don't even know if she can do HeartGuard anymore. Nothing. The heart no burns. chemicals whatsoever in or on this dog. Okay, can you hold on so we can discuss this because we got to run to we got to run to break. So hold on. Okay, absolutely. Okay, thanks. Uh, let's see what do we got here. An ant eater. How long do you think an ant eater is? The length of an ant eater, and then what size is the mouth according to the size of the ant eater? We'll be right back. All right, thanks for tuning in and staying and holding on the line so we can get to your calls. Okay, an anteater. How long do you think an anteater is in body-wise? How long do you think? Any um, idea? Four, five, or six feet? I think five feet. It's six feet. Ah, oh, crap. Okay, but yet, and, and now, so they're six feet long, all right? Okay. Yet its mouth is only, how big do you think its mouth is compared to its size? Like the snout? The mouth. What? With wise. Like with wise. The- with wise. Uh, d- the lengthwise, width. No, okay. Um, I think it's the width of a penny. Uh, it's okay. the mouth is only one inch wide. Oh, okay. For yeah, so the body is six feet size. long, but only one inch wide. Isn't well, that something? Yeah, because they just don't they just stick their little tongues out? Yep. And they lick up ants. Like, ants it's like soup. It's like <laughs> ant soup, right? They just go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Now we know about ant eaters, and we see them almost every day here. In yes, we do. <laughs> okay, let's get back to Karen. Karen, you still with us? Yep, I'm still here. All right. Okay, yeah. So what you need to do is you need to help do Eastern and Western medicine here. Next weekend, okay. uh, next uh, Sunday, or uh, we're going to have Dr. Jessica Levy, the holistic vet here. You know, if you have time, okay, you want to call in and talk call, talk to her. You know, it doesn't cost okay. you anything. But otherwise, but the big thing is, is that if this was my dog, okay, number one, you know, yes, I would stop all vaccinations and all chemicals on or in the dog. There's so many net natural ways to do flea and tick. You do not need okay. to use chemicals again with this dog. The second thing is, is that I would pull this dog off of all processed foods and then go into a formulated raw diet. And so then that okay. we're, we're, we're fixing, you know, trying to be as good to, you know, raw bones um, uh, to chew on to keep the teeth clean and such like that. And then get the calcium and such uh, formulated okay. ones that I've used is raw bistro, Tucker's and OC raw. 
Those are the formulated that I do. Uh, there's other uh, Avengers out there. You can get turkey necks, duck necks. Uh, there's so much. The, the variety out there is unbelievable. And you're going to rotate your dog into this because, you okay. um, because like I say, you've, you can keep everything at bay and, and do, this dog in really good health by getting out of the process and going natural. You know, like okay. now with, uh, you know, your flea and tick, you can, you know, what I t- said earlier, you can get an amber tick collar, ambertick.com. You can get a, uh, you know, the diatomaceous earth food grade, put in a baby sack, one da- dab, one lightly pat back of the neck, shoulder blades, where the tail and the butt meet and in the chest. And so any okay. crustacean walks through it, it, they dehydrate and die. And so, uh, so the whole thing is, is, and on my website, my Katie Canine website, you go to, uh, then click on radio topics and scroll down. There's many, uh, about eight ways of natural flea and tick repellent. So you don't have to use chemicals. The tighter what test. Think, go ahead. What, what do you think about the Richard's organic flea and tick yep. at Chuck and Don? Yep. That's pretty good. But there's even more, okay. uh, but you know, the thing, the neat thing about organic is that you can go, I mean, or, you know, natural things, you can mix them all. You know, whereas, okay. you know, you can do the, the bandana with lemongrass, uh, see, grass oil on it. You can do the, uh, diatomaceous earth. You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do, you know, especially if you go to like the cabin or stuff where things are a little bit heavier, you know, that there's okay. more ticks and such like that. Okay. And then there's immune system builders that you need. You need more input on. There's just so much that you have to work with the diet to improve this dog's overall inside health. All right. Okay. And so that's why going to the raw, going to the organic, and no, and no more. Like I said, this is my dog. Um, no more vaccines. No more chemicals. Anything. Do you use okay. chemicals on your lawn? Um, our lawn crew does. I'm in an association, but they say it's all pet safe. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so don't even go down that road. So it's really important that when they go to spray your areas, you keep that, you soak your lawn as bad as you can for about three, okay. four days afterwards. But yeah, you know, cause they're going to be, and then parks are really noted for a lot of chemicals. So you've got to okay. really keep, watch this chemical environment. There's Lunseth, L-U-N-S-E-T-H, uh, 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 org that is a uh, an organic lawn care service and what you can okay. do is call and talk to them and say okay and find out what are they using on you know what when those crews are coming around you know right what you find out exactly you be a nosy mom and you find out exactly <laughs> what's going on because it, you know, right. truth be told that right in itself could be part of your problem there's okay. a 70 percent chance of lymphomas and, and cancers and bad things happening to pets when there are long chemicals involved and so that's the 70 percent okay. is nothing to sneeze at here <laughs> and so that's why you've got to really be on top of it because that and i know you live in a uh whatever you call it, you know, where you have to do it. But you know what? No, you don't have to. You can do a wake-up call and start saying, hey, you know what? We want to do something different. We want something more natural, right. more organic. We've got pets here. We've got kids. We've got old people. we got, you know what I mean? So you mean, right. so you, somebody's got to lead the parade. And maybe this is your happening to you. My calling. Right. And so is, is to change things. Don't accept what's going on because there are there's more natural ways to do things. And it's it's just about time somebody starts, you know, banging some horns for the fact that, um, you know, it's polluting everything. Our, our uh, you know, our right. lakes, our rivers, our ponds, our everything. And to me, I tell everybody, if you don't have worms in your arm, uh, worms or ants in your lawn, you've got a toxic environment. If there's no worms oh, okay. or ants. OK, you dig down. If you don't find a worm, you are in, in Toxicityville. <laughs> and so that's why, yeah, but oh, it, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So that Lun, L U N S E T H, 
organic okay. lawn care is what it is. And so, like okay. I say, I would call, give them a call and then start talking to your association and just change will come. If people start, if you go door to door and say, you know what, my dog's sick and I believe this, this might be part of it. How about your dog? How about your kids? You know, type thing. So, so yeah, one quick question sure. for you. What do we do about the heartworm? The preventative thing okay, um, that kind of got me a little shook no, up. No, you know, it should not get I, shook up. Do you spend a lot of time up north? No. Okay. You know, you got to consider your environment. Okay. The, okay. The, in Minnesota, we have winter, which is good. No mosquitoes, no, you know, heartworm. Okay. Go to, you got a piece of paper and a pencil? Yep. Yep. Go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay. And put in heartworm. She's got three awesome articles to help you understand heartworm. And so okay. you will feel a lot more comfortable that you won't have to do anything. And also, too, is that I, I live in, Min, uh, in Hugo. Okay, that we snowed there today, but anyway. Oh God! But anyway, uh, uh, I've lived there for thirty-seven years. I have. We are the Hugo is a prime for swamps. I mean, we got ten okay. million swamps, right? I have never done heartworm preventative, never. Okay, okay? I do have the dogs. Uh, on a really bad mosquito year, I will have it done once in the spring and once in the fall. Have them tested. Okay, they draw okay. blood and just test for it. And then if they come up, I've never had a dog test positive. But if it would come up, then we just, what it is, they use the monthly stuff at a little bit higher dose is what most of them okay. do. And so the whole thing is when you understand the heartworm cycle, because it works backward. Remember, heartworm, that is not a preventative. When you give that pill, or you know what I mean, that is putting the the stuff in the dog's system in right. case of, of a, a mosquito that bites them transfers the larva. In case, okay, okay, no, it doesn't. It's not a prevention. It's not a preventative. What it is okay. is is that that's the toxic stuff that killed the larva through the heartworm. All right, and okay. so that's why when you understand the cycle and this uh, and um, Dana that wrote the article on heartworm in Minnesota, the very first one should be given July first, and the very last one October first if you choose to do it. But you know the okay. thing is is that like with my dogs, you know when it's bewitching hour in the farm. I'm not out there with my dogs. I'm not, I don't put chemicals on myself. I don't use any DEET or anything. When those little barges start coming out, then I go in. (laughs) And then usually the the bee witching hour is 9.30 to 10.30, quarter to 11 at our place. And if I go back out onto the patio and don't walk through the, um, you know, through the grass, I'm, I'm out there and I'm not slap happy. And so that's why okay. like, you just got to kind of use some common sense. But so when you learn and understand, then you you will understand that all these chemicals that you were using, that you don't need them. And, you're, and you do, your dog will be, you know, obviously a lot he- healthier. But like I said, Dr. Jessica Levy, you can, uh, she'll be on next Sunday if you want to call okay. in and then get, get explain what's going on. Because she might have some immune system boosters natural to, oh, that would be great. you know, try to get your dog up and going. And it doesn't cost okay. anything when you're call in so that's that's right. the main thing but uh but yeah because that's what you got to do is you got to get this dog off the chemicals onto a natural diet and then just rotate it in and and then eventually like i say you're going to see the dog you know start be building better and better because we got to get off those steroids too okay okay thank okay, you kid. so much katie you bet have a great one take care all right bye-bye how far away can a human smell a skunk how far away be back